Hey everybody, welcome to Podcast of Gundam Heroes. It's episode 21 to 24 of Gundam Wing. And, uh, you guys ready to talk some politics? No. <laughs> no, not the way Gundam Wing presents them. But, but what uh, if this episode politics for has, idiots? <laughs> this episode, these episodes have like some of the worst character undevelopment I think I've ever seen. <laughs> That's a in good media. word for it. <laughs> it really is character undevelopment. Like I just, it just hit me seriously. One of the characters just rockets backwards. In fact, two characters just kind of rocket backwards. In it's these some episodes. end game JRPG villain motivations. Oh my god! It's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Well. Take us away, Kubo. <laughs> okay, uh, episode 21, we get the recap of Hero trying to shoot everybody with the giant laser in the V8 and getting captured by Tro after doing a front flip. Um, the title for this one is Grief Sticking Quatra. And I just yeah, want to mention... Huh? Yeah, Grief is the one. That's the emotion. Grief, for sure. That um, Quatra doesn't appear until like halfway through this episode. Like he, he's here at the start, and then he disappears for half of it. So like... They couldn't even fill an entire episode with this doofus. <laughs> uh, we see the shot in space of uh, the Leo he's in. Remember last time uh, he got stuffed in a Leo and it got blown up and he was hurt and whatever. Yeah, so the Leo he's Lady in uh, was dumb as shit. Yeah. Um, it bumps into a station and some worker guys outside pick him up and figure out what's happening. Uh, he wakes up in a hospital. There's this uh, lady doctor who uh, asked who he was because you're like, you're not from the Aussie Alliance. Why are you All in right, a mobile suit? Just a... Quick mental note for everybody that's important. Quattro does not recognize this doctor. Okay, continue. No. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. So apparently he's on some like neutral mining asteroid that they're using for resources or something. And like he immediately freaks out. He's like, I got to get going. I got to get out of here. But she won't let him because, you know, he's injured. Can't let that happen. Uh, later on, we see military Un uh, getting reports that uh, a thing that maybe the tall geese is on the way to the HQ from Oz. And so Tro is sitting there still doing his incognito undercover stuff. And uh, he says that the Mercurius and the Vade are ready. We should go out and go blow up the tall geese. But they need another test pilot because there's only so, one of them. Who, who else could possibly pilot this thing? Yeah. Un's like, okay, well, Tro, you're great. You're a great pilot. You could have one. But uh, we're going to need a second pilot. And so they go get fucking Hero, who's being still in a <laughs> jail cell. And they're just like, listen, you're going to pilot this Hero guy. who is currently being detained. <laughs> yeah. And they're like... Hey, do you want the best escape craft possible and also war machine? <laughs> do you want the shieldy one that will literally stop us from hitting you with anything if you just go 20 feet from us? It's so stupid. I don't even but, know but why. But the thing is, spoilers, they don't actually nick off with them, which nope. is what I was hoping they would do. We'd just be getting them and I'd just be like, thanks for the Gundams and leave. It's going to get dumber, too. <laughs> Yeah, like that's the thing, right? Is what Serene just described is probably the like the optimal play. Right? It's just just fuck well, off with their best Gundam. The Gundam. Okay, chuckle fucks. The like, oh, fair, they say <laughs> like immediately after this that they hooked up a self destruct system for Troa to use if Hero goes AWOL. Now, of course, Un does course not know that Troa is incognito, Hero. but yeah. Yeah, they could so both they could just leave. Just leave. <laughs> yeah, just go. Just steal them and I mean, go. If they were smart, they would have said that the self destruct was for both Troa and Lady Un to use, and then it would have been okay. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, they're in the hangar. Doctor J is showing off the two new suits, Lady Un. I guess I've never seen them before. Um, she saw them last episode, so I don't know why that's doing. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they mentioned that they hooked up a self-destruct thing. If Hero goes AWOL, but Troa's like, that won't be needed. He's just finishing the battle from Antarctica. Which... Which did, uh, yeah, how would Troa, the undercover Oz agent, also, know that? Also, Lady Un, 
immediately calls him out on this and goes, how do you know about that? And he's like, oh, I'm a soldier. You know, word gets around. Keep up with the soldier magazines and newspapers. She's like, all right, okay, fine. I I I accept this unquestioningly. (laughs) She's like, oh, okay, yeah, (laughs) sure. Top secret info just gets around. Yeah, that's fair. All those news stations down in Antarctica, I'm sure we'll show it. Uh, so yeah, Tro and Hero take off, and they're with a bunch of these Taurus dolls, and they go to intercept the tall geese. Um, Tro asks Hero, "Is like, so how would you beat <laughs> oh, these new mobile uh. dolls?" And Hero's like, "Well, maybe I would do this," and starts chopping them up just like completely nonchalant way. I would simply chop it in half. Yeah, and Tro's like, "Hey, quit it! You're gonna give us up, dude." So it's so dumb because of course the dolls aren't honed to attack him, so they're not <laughs> this proves dodging nothing. him. It proves. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, absolutely nothing, yeah. Uh, they eventually catch up to the tall geese. Um, they send the dolls after at first, but Zex blows up a couple of them. But then he starts having trouble with Hero and Tro, who are decent pilots, of course. Um, well, in the context of the show, I guess. Uh, <laughs> as as this fight scene goes on, like, Troa is in the V8, which has a big laser, and he's, like, constantly missing tall geese and just blowing up dolls, and, like, Hero's just slicing them up. And, like, Zex kind of catches on that these two are just blowing up Oz property. He's <laughs> just like, what the fuck? So somehow he puts the two and two together and realizes, oh, these are the Gundam pilots, because no one else in Oz is this good. I'm going to surrender to them. So he like, does. Uh, Zex is just the smartest guy in the show, apparently. Who knew? <laughs> Yeah, so he surrenders. Tro's like, wow, it's the first time I get to meet you, Zex. And he's like, that's not my name anymore. I go by Miliardo Peacecraft now. Miliardo. <laughs> I love how it they say that, It bothers me every time. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I guess this is a good cut. The narrator <laughs> breaks in and says, like, people in space are mostly laborers and workers and engineers, and they have strong spirits. And uh, this family called the Winter Family was rich and influential, and they had evolved themselves in a lot of space politics, and they ran the colonies and all this. Gotta set all this up in the uh, 15 minutes from now when it'll be relevant and then yeah, never again. Yeah, it's so again. stupid because they go from, like, the first part of this episode where they're talking about Hero and Troa and, you know, uh, Milliard, and then they go straight to fucking Quatra and he... Uh, anyway. Randy and Quatra. Yeah. So we uh, learned that the Winter family is also a family of pacifists, like everybody else in this fucking show. And we see uh, Mr. Winters. I don't know if he had a first name, but it's Quatra's dad. He looks very stately. Mr. Winters. <laughs> Mr. Winters. God. And they say, I want everyone to know, they say that shit yeah. like at least 15 times. And Mr. Winters. And they say it's straight lights too. Like they don't, they can't, they can't ham it up because the guy. They don't name. laugh. Yeah. It's painful. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Quatra's dad. Um, Quatra's dad, he gets a notice that Quatra is in fact coming home and he's kind of shocked by this. We cut to the nurse that was with Quatra earlier and Quatra in his dad's office. And his dad comes in and is like, you've been a very naughty boy. Nothing good will come from you getting involved in this war. You gave them an excuse to attack the colonies. What are you doing? And so Quatra replies to these valid criticisms with, someone has to fight this war or it will never come to an end. Which is... Dumb and wrong. (laughs) And his dad immediately calls him out on this. He's like, did your battles end the war? What did you accomplish? And, like, Quatra's feeling all sorry for himself. Well, see, but what did his pacifism accomplish either? He's quite happy to let the fascists come in and take over. Well, the funny thing about, like, the whole pacifism thing is, like, previous to the scene where they were, Nanira was explaining shit, they showed dad like, doing engineering projects, and everybody seemed cool with it. Like, it was mm. portrayed as being peaceful and nice. Well, that's the thing. It's like the colonies have done a massive switch. They will come up later in the episode. Like, the colonies are just stupid. <laughs> oh, yes, very, very. 
love and it. the thing is, like, they try and also play a lot of this off as, like, the family is in power, but the people want control over the resources. And, like, me, my democratic socialist ass, is just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. There's a scene later on I was super angry at, and yep. you probably know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yep. Um, anyway, back to what's happening. Uh, the nurse's name is Ira, but they say it as Iran. I, I don't know what the dub was doing there, but it's Quatra's sister, and like she starts standing up for him. And I, I wanna I wanna say something. I, I completely much later in the episode. There's a reason why I looked her up, but I looked her up, and she is one of his twenty nine test tube baby sisters. Yeah, you kind of gave that away, but um, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> I mean, I didn't know about that yet, but that does. I mean, I already kind of guessed, right? Like, yeah, it's so not outside a they, hard leap. Uh, what? Yeah, outside he <laughs> talks so with dumb. his sister. And uh, the, one of the first things he asks is like, he didn't. Why didn't you say anything about a relationship? I didn't know who you were. And it's like, well, she's never. I've never met you as an adult. Like I only knew you when you were a baby. And like, I guess it, it, the scene portrayed it as they were kind of like separated or estranged, right. or like they didn't know each other. Um, Dad, well, they uh, kind of because he didn't recognize her. Like <laughs> she recognized him, but he didn't recognize her immediately. She is older than him, so yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Ba- um, had baby pictures of him. Yeah, but she starts talking about how, like, when you went to Earth, Dad was the most concerned about you. And this shows, like, a flashback to him going to Earth in the Sand Rock and Dad staring at a picture or something on his desk. And just kind of being like, oh, shucks, all beans. Oh, well. (laughs) Like, doesn't do anything, you know? Yeah, they're trying to, like, they're obviously trying to set up an emotional connection for later in this episode, but it doesn't go (laughs) really as well. Yeah. Um, so Quatra and Ira go to the hangar where the sand rock was built and like he has some like lawning flashbacks for it. Um, he logs into this PC and there's a ton of broken English on it. As, uh, Isn't it like EWAC? Yeah, it's one of the lines I love is, you are in the elect- electronic world just now. You must realize that you link all over the space. It was like electronical. Yeah. It, it was amazing. <laughs> it, it's so fun and I love it. Uh, one thing I do want to mention at this point uh, I was watching all of this uh, in VR because I've been having trouble with getting distracted when I'm watching Gundam Wing. <laughs> so you really had to do the, uh, the clockwork so orange I, eyeballs. I had to fucking like put myself in a void with just Gundam Wing with no wow. external stimuli to keep myself focused. And this show really loves flashing screens, oh, is a dear. thing I've noticed. And you don't notice how bad it is until it's just you and Gundam Wing. <laughs> and it's, like, painful. Like, Getting I was closing my eyes, and the flashing was so intense, it still was, like, starting to give like me a headache. So like candidate, like, <laughs> subliminal messaging. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucked up. Oh, God. It, but it was physically painful, and it happened, like... 30 times over the course of these five episodes. It was fucking unreasonable. I'm like, just stop having things flashing every other frame. God. <laughs> so, uh, Uninvent CRTs. While, uh, while Clark was <laughs> fucking around on his PC, I was in the background talking. like, so you really think you can still fight for the colonies? Don't you know they hate them? And she, like, brings up the death scythe blowing up and the whole, like, parade that they had and the colonies cheering and everything. But he's like, you know, people will still recognize the truth eventually if we keep fighting. Yeah. He, he keeps, yeah. We skip to Dad. He's talking to a bunch of these colony politician people. Um, the colony keep wanting to arm themselves so they have self-defense. Because, I don't know. Winner keeps saying that it's not necessary. But the guy's like, you don't want us to do anything. Who left you to be the dictator? And he, like, freaks out over this. Because, like, I've done everything I could to help you people in the colonies. He's trying to give his, like, I've done the best for you speech. 
It's double dumb because, like, it would sort of make sense if it was like, boy, these Oz people seem a bit crazy. We should arm ourselves to, like, be able to defend ourselves against them. But, uh, that's not what's happening here. No, they just want... They're, like, 100% on board with Oz. Yep. So they're like, you're a dictator, so we're gonna go let Oz <laughs> dictate to us yeah, now. Yeah, and then immediately also, after this, they hold, like, a vote also of no they're confidence. Like, and they explain why, like, he's a dictator because their family is in control of all the resource satellites, which, again, me kind of just sitting here like, I mean, mm-hmm. I would prefer if the people had control over those. Yeah. Like, he's like, he may be a capitalist scum, but I don't know if he's a dictator. Like, he has a lot of influence, but... Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, the politicians hold, like, some vote and kick him out. Um, he storms off and he's super mad that they're making weapons. And then outside, like, I guess the politics building or his house, I wasn't quite sure what building it was. There's a the bunch Capitol. of people protesting. Yeah. And they want to kick out, like, they're holding signs like they want Winter out and they love Oz now. And they want Oz to rule them. Friendship ended with Winter. Oz is our best friend now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's right. They just like, you're a dictator. Get out. And then they're like, Oz, dictator. Like, be We are handing leader. the colony over to Oz, I believe, is the exact words they use. <laughs> So, uh, Quatra and and Ira were, like, in the crowd, and they, like, kind of make their way into an alley off the street, and, like, they don't understand why the people are upset. And, like, Quatra's like, well, yeah, I know we used to own everything, but, you know, (laughs) we basically helped them and given it all away for free. And I'm like, well, pat yourselves on the back, you fucking capitalists. I feel like you're supposed to feel for Quatra here, like, oh, we gave them so much. We gave them food and drink and company script. We paid the yeah. <laughs> them. We paid them five fifty an hour. That's, that's minimum, right? We were such great white saviors. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> um, so we go back to the politicians. The colony, all the colony politicians, vote to nationalize the satellite. There so it I'm is. Like, oh yeah, there. That's cool. And then they immediately give control of it to Oz because they're fucking idiots. Shaking hands with the general immediately. Yeah. So, um, Dad Winters has snapped. He decides that no one should manufacture weapons on his resource satellite, because it's his satellite, goddammit. And uh, so he goes to, like, the factory section of the satellite and, like, starts pulling all these levers. And what he's doing is he's disconnecting the asteroid part from the colony part, like, the floated away. Yeah, he's taking his trucks and going home. And, like, he, he's sort of doing the right thing and resisting Oz for... The wrong Extremely reason. the wrong reason. Yeah. Dumbest reason imaginable. And in a very stupid way. Yes, that, that everyone's too, like, because what's about to like, happen is just... Mm. Well, as he disconnects it, they show a bunch of people being uh, having a conversation and kind of discussing like, oh no, not having that will ruin our entire economy and way of life. <laughs> like, <laughs> just true, Oh yes. no, this will ruin the colony. We will be fucked. Everybody who lives here is now screwed because of this crazy old man. <laughs> Yeah, he goes to Pennsylvania them, basically. <laughs> Take all the mines so, away. He starts uh, disconnecting the satellite. Quattro and Ira get in a shuttle to fly out to the asteroid part to stop him because he's insane. This next, like, he has this dialogue with Quattro here. And, like, I'm going to try to give you the cliff notes. But, like, even though my disjointed cliff notes have the main points, it's complete nonsense. What he starts yes. talking yeah. about. There's an amazing line in this. Yeah, so he tells Quattro not to fight in the robots anymore, which I get. And then dad tells him to leave because the lasers are aimed at him. And, like, it shows, like, that the colony has lasers. And I don't know how the peaceful colony now has lasers on the it's side of it. It's a lot of lasers. The entire thing is lasers. They're really... It's like a super cannon array. <laughs> yeah, like, it's designed to eliminate 
an entire asteroid section of a satellite, for example. Peacefully, yeah. (laughs) So Dad says, like, I'm not going to give up on my way of life, and I'm not going to run away, or he will run away, because that's the best he can do. I'm not so attached to space to give up my way of life. And it's like, where are you going, dude? (laughs) You realize that asteroid's going to go a couple meters a second since it's giant as fuck, and, like, they're going to have fucking suits on you in 30 minutes. Yeah, the thing that bothers me is he's like, no, we can't get aggressive, but, like, stealing the satellite is an act of aggression. Well, it's his satellite. He bought it on the open market. (laughs) He's taking it home. (laughs) The free market decided I get to leave. (laughs) That's all. His golden parachute. I thought for sure this was like dad like realizing that Kratcha isn't right. But I thought it was going to be dad being like, Kratcha, you're right. We have to fight back. But no, it was just like, I want to take my ball and go home. Even if if it means I die. It's real dumb. And so then he dies. And then he, dies. He, he starts up the sequence to make the asteroid start flying away, but the colony starts shooting at the asteroid, and uh, like Quattro has to like dodge in the jet because he's like in the shuttle right outside the asteroid. He has to dodge and make sure he doesn't get killed. And so they eventually like kind of fly away, but the dad blows up, and there's a whole sad scene in slow motion with a big no from Quattro of him exploding. Um, this this character we're so fond of. Yeah, during the explosion, the shuttle gets kind of rocked, and somehow Quatra falls on his sister in CRG. Quatra falls backwards, and his sister like pushes off to cushion the blow, and apparently that kills her. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. no, 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 no. Now, see, I this is why I looked her up because I was like, she's like, oh, and it seems like she dies because after this, Quatra's like. He, he goes crazy. He's like, Dad's fought so hard. What do you deserve? He's really satisfied now, and he completely loses it. So I'm like, did she just die? Did she just die of being gently pushed against the wall? So, so I, had I to honestly look it can't up. remember if she does no or not. No one knows. No one knows because she, <laughs> yeah. she, <never, laughs> she never appears again. Perfect. She never appears in the show again, but nobody knows if she just got injured. Because she appears in one of the novels, like, oh, like, like um, also, but she never appears in again in the show. So, like, they basically act as if she died. As an aside, all the novelizations are borderline fan fictions. So, yeah, I don't nice. Anything, yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Nobody knows. Back onto the breakdown Quatra has, though, because <laughs> who boy does it make nonsense left beef? <laughs> like he immediately just goes. He's like. What did my dad do to deserve this violent act of war that has killed him? Uh, try to Comma. kill everybody on his car. Are is. the people of the colony satisfied now yes. that they have killed my father? And this is... Well, the answer is, yeah, they certainly are. And also, like, because our father did a wild terrorist act. Uh, and then Quattro's just like, I won't forget this day, and I'll make sure none of you forget it either. Ah! <laughs> Like, and literally he goes into full villain out. laugh. Yeah, he like, completely loses full it. Full villain laugh, like what a 10-year-old thinks a villain does. <laughs> and then and there's also Tal- a really he's... good line flub in this. Oh, is oh, there? Yeah. There's, uh, yeah. It's people who are kind people are shedding tears. And it's like, it, it clearly he was supposed to just say like kind people, or like, like people who are kind or kind people in some weird thing are shedding tears. But he actually goes the full... People who are kind people are shedding tears, and it sounds really stilted. <laughs> and you know that that was a flub line that they just yeah. like, fuck it, we're leaving it. We <laughs> recorded it once, and only once. I was kind of glazed over at this point, so I missed that. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard not to be. And so in the last scene of this episode is the tall geese just getting pulled into the station because 
Milliard, I guess. We'll Milliard was captured, I guess. Milliard, though. I'd love the dub version of that, yeah. Uh, episode 22, we got a recap of Dad dying. It's all very tragic. The title for this one is The Fight for Independence. There's no fight for independence. There's no fights at all, is there? <laughs> no. How often None. are these titles just like wrong? <laughs> Utterly like irrelevant. the time. Um, so the tall geese is getting pulled into the station. There's a good line here. One of the guys is like, um, it's massive. And the guy is like, I wonder what type of person this goodwill ambassador is. And he's like, very this, jovial about all it. All these weapons and <laughs> giant cannons and yeah. shit. Uh, Oz shows up and is like, this is a mobile suit. We don't know who this is. So we're going to be here for security purposes. Uh, Peaceful Un is there. And uh, Milliard goes, he was in the previous episode. He was in a full spacesuit, And he comes out of the tall. He's in his hangar in a white tux. White Hell tux. Yeah. Does he Immaculate. have the room in there to change? Or did he no, wear no, 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 no. I mean, a spacesuit? He, he, he does. You yeah. <laughs> under the spacesuit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's there as an ambassador from his nation to see how Oz works. And Un asks which kingdom, and it's the same kingdom. And she doesn't know it's Zex. Uh, it's obvious, like, I don't know if it's just peaceful Un, but, like, she does not it's know that weird. it's actually Zex here. Yeah. It's Because he had the mask on, of course. Why, why would she of not course. know his voice or anything? Um. He's there because he wants to find the best way to attain peace. And like he starts hamming it up with a uh, peaceful Un. But Nikola, which is like Un's second in command. The, he, the only hat, like thing you know about him is he has puffy hair. Yeah. yeah. He immediately recognizes that this is Zex and he starts freaking out about it. What the fuck? Yeah. So, um, so he like can spot, even though there was a mask before, he spots it. But uh, Lady Un? No, not I know not that jawline anywhere. <laughs> I'm willing to pass this off as it was the peaceful version of Un. Yeah, so it just doesn't maybe know. Maybe she just doesn't know. Uh, the narrator breaks in and starts talking about how the X-Alliance base... Um, they're, they're on an X-Alliance base that uh, Oz is using the stage stuff. And uh, No, wait a minute. I said that wrong. Elsewhere, there is an Alliance base... The, yeah, there's a switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very confusing. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's an Alliance base that has a bunch of old Alliance people on it, and that's where they are. Uh, there's this guy named Gwinter... Winter. And he is the son of General Septum, our favorite yep. Yelly boy. Yeah. And he is a leader on this base. And I guess, like, Oz hasn't gone around to, like, kick him out yet. Um, he's talking with, I guess, a guy who's supposed to be his father about how Oz is eventually going to take them Her over. Grandfather. Yeah, his grandfather. Sorry. His father is very dead. Um, <laughs> he was shot at rain. Now, yeah, see, I he's... just want to say that I'm going to call the grandfather uh, Marvin because all I could hear whenever he opened his mouth was... Uh, why isn't there an earth-shattering kaboom? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty good. I like that. Uh, yeah, he doesn't want to fight Oz because he realizes that he will not win. So he's kind of trying to figure out how he can like kind of give up to them or whatever. Um, the guy is saying that like the colonies are all making these mobile dolls and they're going to use it to take us over. This is crazy. A different guy up on the base was saying, hey, listen, Zex is up here, and everybody's confused why he's not working for Oz anymore. I guess they didn't get the memo that he had a magic duel in space and then on a barge or something. Yeah, in, in Antarctica and then all over. Yeah, so they're like, well, he must be wanting peace, so maybe we should talk to him and get peace for us, I think was the rationale. It was very hard to decide because it's a bit of a stretch. Fun. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, back on Earth, the head Romafeller guy is congratulating Trias for his work and getting the colonies to trust him. Um, because the colonies are building weapons, the Earth will be scared, and thus the Earth will ask Oz to rule and protect them, and I guess that's their game plan now. I, I feel it like works. Oz has had three or four different schemes for taking over the world at this point. They all worked. And every one of them has worked. 
Uh, yeah. Um, so we get uh, reintroduced the, to Trubat Trubov. Tuberov. Tuberov. Pat's correcting me over here. Thanks. <laughs> um, this was the guy who earlier did the engineering thing where Trier's gotten the Leo and then blew up his dolls and then he tried to assassinate him yep. from like an episode ago, two episodes ago. Um, I guess Roma Fellers don't want him on Earth anymore because he's an asshole. So this isn't an open space to look over the doll production and Noon will be supervising him. This comes up later, so that's why I mention it. <laughs> don't worry uh, about it. Trier starts Skyping with Peaceful Un. This whole conversation is fucking... Th- oh, Ooh, here we go. Oh, no. So he asks about the dolls and how they're coming along. She's like, I'll make, use them to make sure that you can be a leader of everyone. And he starts coming off on his own conversation, talking about how the strong should rule and that he's strong, so he should rule everybody. And that people like being told what to do. But then Peaceful Un breaks in. It's like, people don't like having bloodshed. Why will we use the dolls there? We want everybody to love you. And you should love everybody. And is like, I'm not strong enough to learn love everybody. Why would I do that? It, if this sounds like it's stupid and I'm just making shit up, that's, I'm sorry, but that's what's happening in this conversation. He, he switches like, gears halfway through this con- like this talk like real hard because Un starts He's- pushing really hard for dictator of space. <laughs> Yeah, like he goes from, yeah, I could probably be a pretty great dictator of space to Lady Yoon being like, oh, that would kick ass. And he's like, wait, nope, I wouldn't be a good dictator of space. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's like, what? Why did you? What? <laughs> he's just kind of like, I'm not strong, actually. I lied. Yeah, so he says he's not strong enough, but he's also like that Zex and those Gundam pilots, they're strong and they're making a future. And he's like, I need someone strong to help me. And he kind of, like, insinuates that he likes the military version of Un more than the peaceful version. I like you when you wear those hair buns more. Hair up, glasses on. Yep. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> <Black Knight Miami. laughs> um, <laughs> so, while this is happening, uh, Nikola, which was Un's second command up in space, is Skyping with the Roma Fellow leader guy, saying that Zex is in space, what should we do? Roma Feller is like, okay, you need to kill this guy. But also, you kind of need to blow up the Alliance Space Forces. And so, like, he does that first. Two birds, one stone. Yeah. Uh, Milliard right now, Zex Milliard, whatever his name is, um, he's talking with the Gwinner guy. And um, he's really upset the space is making mobile dolls. And Milliard thinks that, you know, this will make more problems on Earth. And then Milliard starts, like, talking about Hero the Politician. And I'm pretty sure he just looked up on Wikipedia, like, two minutes ago, like, what this guy does. Because he doesn't know what he's talking about. No, 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 he couldn't have, remember? Like, <laughs> all the records oh, yeah. <laughs> were erased from all the computers. Um, they say that when the uh, Lions failed to Oz, they considered surrendering, but they didn't want to surrender immediately because the people relied on them to manage the colony's functions. So I guess this this colony that the Alliance, ex-Alliance guys are chilling on somehow controls like the functions for a bunch of colonies around it. The life realize, support systems and shit. Yeah, that if they left, then I guess the systems would just turn off and everybody would die. So that's why they haven't left. But like, they could also just call up Oz and be like, listen, we want to leave, but we don't want everyone to die. Come fix this shit for us. I feel <laughs> like this could be an interesting point in a better show. The whole idea of like the colonies being... Perfect environments, but they also have to be actively managed at literally all times. But in this show, it's like that—that that sentence is not going to be referenced again. <laughs> yeah, certainly not in this block, anyway. And so the guy brings up the fact that people in space are insecure because <clears throat> the colonies can fail at any time; like things could go wrong. So that's because they're so insecure, they want weapons to feel secure. Which, uh, but many thinks that people in space will attack Earth to feel secure with their weapons. I. Don't. It's such why, a tortured line not? of 
What I, what this show is gonna go there because of course this yep. show is gonna go there. I have no faith in this. This show, every time they bring up politics, they manage to represent four sides poorly at the same time. Yeah. It's really baffling. Like they literally switch from like pacifism to democracy to capitalism, just like all over the place. They're just all over the goddamn map. And it never works. Like, yep. none of it does. They just need an excuse to put out more guys for Hero to shoot at. Yeah, the thing and every single one off, is a straw man argument that a fifth grader would make. Yeah, and the thing that pissed me off is, like, they cannot keep a coherent, like, thought about no. what their politics are for more than 30 seconds. And that's being generous. This is They bounce all over the place. Yep. Luckily, uh, we are interrupted by Oz attacking the station so they don't get to talk politics anymore. Thank uh, God. Milliard says that I'm going to fight for you guys because, sure, why not? Because I um, have a good mobile suit and yours suck. The tall geese needs to get some action. I mean, yeah. we are in a Gundam show. we we got to have some robots. Yeah. Uh, Nicola is talking to Peaceful Oon. Um, he's saying about how the Romafeller plan is to send all dolls to Earth. Peaceful Dune won't send any mobile dolls to Earth because it's not peaceful. Uh, she thinks Trier's won't rule Earth now. I don't even know what I'm saying in my notes. It probably isn't important. Oh, this uh, this whole scene makes. Oh, that's no what it was. Sense. Yeah, she's uh, she wants him to come to space for whatever reason. She wants him to be her prince of space. Please come to space. Be the dictator of space. Yeah, but he doesn't want to go to space, so she's gonna go back to Earth. And then Nikolai's like, "Listen, you're the only person in space that knows what the fuck is going on. You need to be a soldier to help him." I, yeah, you I need know. to be a soldier, not yeah. not a like a commander or yep. a colonel, for example, which <laughs> she is. As a reminder, <laughs> yeah, just a reminder, a colonel, a thing she is, um, and is just like, no, you need to be on the battlefield. And he pushes her into a mobile doll, basically. Yeah, <laughs> this like, is follow really orders, Lady Urn, even though you're supposed to be the one giving them. And definitely superior to me. Yes. Like, absolutely my superior. Yeah, they yeah. can't even follow the chain of command when it's clearly defined. Yep. Uh, so Nikola, of course, reminded that he had the orders to blow up the Alliance colony thing. So he's going to fire Barge's beam cannon at the support base. And Barge was that base that Oz is chilling on right now. Uh, Troll breaks in. Lives. Yeah, Troll breaks in. He's like, you're going to kill a bunch of civilians if you do that. It's a bad idea. That's and, fucked up, actually. Yeah, and Nikolai does not care. Uh, he's like, does Lady Oon know about your plan? And he's like, no, she's in a fucking mobile suit out there. Uh, Trace, or I tricked her into going into the fight so that I can give orders. Is literally yep. what's going not down. Not just that, so that I can fire a big laser and maybe even get her in the blast. Like, I yeah. think Which, he's well on his way to kill shit. her. <laughs> Can we talk about the friendly fire policy in the show? <laughs> which is apparently just, hey, you knew it was a risk. Like, no, actually, like, there's a reason the Geneva Conventions, like, <laughs> prohibit you from dressing up as, you know, the opposite side. Because getting shot in the back is, in fact, not a thing you plan. <laughs> like, getting traitored is not part of the plan. Yep. Gosh, oh, so fuck. often all this would just be like, yep, yeah, our troops are like, no, just fire, kill them all. Lay, yeah, lay, we lay. have mobile dolls to replace Everybody them. Everybody who is not named in the show is cannon fodder. It's, yep. So uh, Troa's like, okay, well, if you're sending Oon out, I'm going to go get my mobile suit to help her. Nikolai's like, no, you can't. I'm going to arrest you. I don't know if he does or not. He doesn't. I, I think he it, it does, but it's... But tr- yeah, he well, escapes yeah, immediately, yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, outside, Tall Geese is blowing up Oz suits. Um, somehow, the off camera, the Alliance guys evac all the civilians on their station. 
they just kind of hand wave that. Don't worry about it. But they're like, Yang Wenli. Yeah. <laughs> Back at it again. <laughs> yeah, so they evacuate all the civilians, but like they know that the colony is going to get blown up by Oz because they have that giant barge laser thing. Um, and one, the Winter guy is like, this is the first time a colony is going to be blown up. But it's, as he talks about it, like he wants the colony to be blown up so they can show everybody how destructive Oz is. This will yeah. look real bad on the news. The, the grandfather Marvin is like, I want it to go kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he, genuinely, he genuinely sounds like Marvin the Martian. I just cannot hear he anything really else. does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they want the station to get blown up because it will make Oz look bad and everybody will realize they're bad people. Silly, though, they don't leave the station. They could easily get on a shuttle and just get out. Just, just but... snap some photos. Make sure that happens. No. You know? Martyrdom. <laughs> we need to die or else people don't get it. Yep. <laughs> There's a lot of that in this show. So we cut to Peaceful Oon inside a Taurus suit, like not knowing what the fuck is going on. She's in a space a... suit, by the way, like in a jumpsuit spacesuit thing now, but with the long hair. Yeah, and she's, like, blabbing about putting up a fight for Tries because she loves him so much. And, like, it's at this point, like, she starts getting shot a bunch and freaking out because she doesn't know how to pilot it, I guess, in her peaceful persona. Because it's peaceful Oon. It's not war Oon, yeah. so she can't do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so Tries, during... Here we the, go. Uh, remember that Zex Marquis or Milliard Peacecraft, whatever his name is, he's outside actively blowing shit up. Trace calls him on Skype in his suit, like, while he's doing this. Still has this number. Yeah, and he's like, Oz is changing. I don't have the power to stop the Romafeller plan. Which is and like, Trace has been all-powerful up to this point. Trace is the one who started all this. Yeah, Sushranata like, oh, Trace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Zex was like, listen, I thought Oz was to teach soldiers how shitty war was and also like to be better people, but it turns out they're just using mobile dolls, so I don't really care about Oz anymore. And Zex like, is very pro-human death and not mobile suit Dolph, right. death. So he just wants to keep fighting as a soldier or something. I don't know what his motivation is. And Trey's like, while he's talking about all this bullshit, Trey's is like, I'm happy I could talk to you, Zex, because you understand what I'm talking about. I don't fucking know oh, what you're talking no. about. And Zex is like, I'm a bit busy. <laughs> yeah. And then he says <laughs> the most amazing thing no. I've ever seen, which Here is go. also, Oon understands me. But her love for me made her have split personality. He just looks directly into the camera and explains her what's fucking happening mental here. problems. I, yeah, I she guess, was so into me. She cracked into two people, and then Zex is just she's like, "Oh, by the way, can you go save her? She's probably gonna fucking die." It's so like turning because like he's very like, "Oh God, Un's so great." Oh yeah, can you go save her? She's probably gonna die now. Like, it's not even, like, the same sentence. Zex rolls his eyes and is like, fine, dude. Yeah, so Zex goes out. uh, He finds Peaceful Un getting shot up. He uh, grabs her suit and pulls her out of the way. Uh, She snaps into her military persona somehow. um, And she's very angry about what's happening. Um, Nikolai is about to fire the giant-ass barge cannon at the Alliance Colony, but Troa, from, he must have beat up every single armed guard that was yeah, around they're, him. Yeah, they're all yeah. knocked out, yeah. <laughs> Troa somehow presses a button that makes the colony start spinning faster, so the laser misses the other colony. Throw off the counterweight. Yeah, and he's like, Oon would never attack a colony. And I'm like, would she? <laughs> Which one are you talking about? Hello? <laughs> because one was trying to do giga murders, and like the other one... <laughs> Yeah. So Zex is outside. He sees the laser miss. He's like, I wonder if this was intentional or not. 
Um, military Un is super pissed that they just fired the laser. Zex she puts her, her glasses on at this point. Yeah, she puts her glasses on, but doesn't put her hair up, which right. makes me think this is finally the fusion. Yes. It finally took place. She's, I the, think, at full Un now again. And the problem being, it's just Lady Un and Lady Un, so the fusion is still just Lady Un. <laughs> it's which... spelled exactly <laughs> the same. Weirdly enough. No. Yeah, so Zex flies her back to the barge. Um, she opens up her mobile suit. Nikolai's there wondering what's going on. She pulls a gun at him. And she says a line, your actions were justified. But so is this. No, no, no. It Which, wasn't justified. English it was dub. on yeah. the mark. <laughs> yeah, it was, your actions were on the mark. Oh, really? But this is also on, on the, the mark. mark. Yeah. Which <laughs> is not It's the weirdest thing. thing. Yeah, That's like on sentence. the mark is like... That's like a thing that you would say if like, damn, that was a really good plan that ex- you executed perfectly. Not... It was justified. Like, what? It's so different. Yeah, like, a, justified is a perfectly good word for it. It also fits the mouth movements if On The Mark does. You know, it, <laughs> I don't understand why they went with that. Was Nikolai's actions really justified, Burr? No! A bunch of- no! <laughs> no! And shooting his commanding officer in the back while also blowing up a bunch of civilians. No! It was not justified. And... Lady Oon suggesting it is makes me think that she's more towards, you know, military crazy Oon, which the following episodes make a very convincing case for her. So I just realized I totally forgot this next scene that ends the episode even happened. Yeah, it's kind of just tacked on because they needed the show shit happening. Um, so the narrator breaks in and says that Roma fellers will continue to build mobile dolls on the moon, send them to Earth to solve disputes, and that soldiers are no longer needed. I guess that's the kind of narrative they're going for. Yep. Uh, that Tubadov, Tubarov guy is going to the moon. <laughs> we see Wu Fei in his fucked up Shenlon Gundam. He's like, I'm It's out of sass- fuel because it was shooting out of his side for. Yeah, it's out of fuel because he fucking stabbed himself like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm going to assassinate this guy. He's in a shuttle. This will be easy. But I'm out of fuel, so this kind of sucks. So he, he kind of like floats towards the shuttle slowly. And <laughs> the shuttle's like, Well, fuck this. Send up some mobile dolls. So Lunar Base does that, and they're about to shoot him. But then Trubadov is like, stop, wait, maybe we could use this Gundam. That's a Gundam. And so Wufei, they cut back to Wufei in the middle of his Gundam. He's like, this was all part of my plan to get captured, and now my Gundam can be repaired. I'm like... <laughs> and it's like, oh, you just jumped several steps ahead, sir. So we were watching these episodes, like the later episodes in this, and we're like, when the fuck did Wufei get captured? We, we just <laughs> because he disappears completely, as usual. Well, that's the thing. We had, like, a couple of days in between this one and the next one, and we just... Wufei was just captured. We're like, what the... What the happen? How did Wufei... All right. He's captured now. But and turns, that's Wufei in this show. Turns out it was this scene in this episode that we completely forgot about. It was a very stupid scene. Yeah. I mean, for what it's worth. Yeah. yeah. yeah you shouldn't <laughs> feel bad about forgetting about him because the fucking show writers also forgot about him. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> Uh, so episode 23 starts uh, the recap with the laser missing, Un getting pissed, all that. This one's title is called Duo, the God of Death once again. <laughs> Man, this is so edgy for a 15-year-old. Um, we go to Earth. There's a big barge. Not the barge satellite, but like a floating boat barge. An actual barge. Yeah. Uh, Sally, that Sally Poe lady is using it. Um, she is going underwater doing some excavation and she had found wing i guess hero had left it on the seafloor on earth yeah she, she's just up. going around collecting the gundams that got left on earth i mean yeah why not she's got nothing uh, else to do it's a reasonable yeah, hobby it's actually smart 
Yeah. Um, an Oz submarine shows up, but she and her crew ambushes them and sinks it and whatever. They eventually recover a wing. It's not important. Um, I, I do want to point out that we have now seen more of Sally in these episodes than we have of Relina. Yeah. No, she's just gone for a while. Disapp- she's gone. She's, she's just disappeared from the show. Relina isn't in these four. And she, nope. she wasn't in the last four either. No. So no. it's been like eight episodes with yeah. no Relina. She at will least. have a glorious return. Don't worry. Oh, oh no. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Uh, so back on the moon, um, they're making more mobile suits. Uh, Tuberov is there. He has a great line. He says, resources in space are unlimited. Which, <laughs> no? Not, no? Not quite. Not easily. That's assuming a lot of the planets are made up of things other than just farts, which is kind of <laughs> real space. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of big planets that are just kind of... Huge parts. <laughs> yeah, so this seems kind of funny. Uh, two of those Gundam scientists are like, we're taking all these parts from uh, the blown up, I guess it was supposed to be uh, the Shenlong Gundam. He's like, we're going to yeah. take this. And the guy in Tubar's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, just get out of my hair. And he's like, okay, this is our cool personal project, right? We're doing 20% As time. they drive off with a giant truck. Yeah, filled with Gundam parts. Um, I have them in my notes here. Trubaroff is fine with this. Gundam scientists have stupid lines I hate because they are complicit in the war effort they think they are stopping. Yeah? Yeah. Um, so we're going to skip that. We see uh, the shots of the two new Gundams they're building. It's a new Death Scythe and a new Shenlong Gundam. Um, it's still, like, half-built, so they're not done yet. It's also it's in a shadowy hangar, which is how you know that Oz doesn't know about this on their own fucking base. Yeah. These, I mean, even if these guys are super geniuses that can create these own Gundams, they still need, like, engineers and guys to put the parts together. They need someone to fucking mill the bolts. No, they, they build them by hand with a socket wrench. Surely they're being watched by, like, cameras? Yeah. It's, no, yeah, no, they got 20% think, like, time. It's like Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, Milliard, we cut to Milliard. He's talking with some colony politicians. He's asking why they need all these suits. They need the suits to protect themselves. And then they bring up, like, Sally, who's been doing all this guerrilla shit. And they think that she has the wing and the sand rock Gundam, which she does. Uh, they also think that the Gundam engineers are dead, which they aren't. And that they want more suits to protect themselves. This is such nonsense dialogue. That's what's in my notes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Milliard doesn't think the Gundam scientists are dead. Um, and the news reports are saying that the colonies are making suits to protect themselves. But I have a question here. By who are they protecting themselves? <laughs> from Oz? Yeah. You're making the suits for Oz. Right? Oz has also, already invaded you. Like, come on. Also, Milliard has this really bizarre response to them thinking that the scientists are dead. He's just like, that kind of baseless rumor is the, the thing we need to watch out for most. And it's like, wait, but why though? Those guys, like, the guns <laughs> are already made. Like, they have the technology now, surely. Like, it. Oh, well. <laughs> Don't worry about it. So uh, we cut the duo just relaxing. Um, he thinks that all of the... I don't even know what he's talking about. I think he was watching a news story. He thinks whatever it was is BS. Some sort of propaganda. God, it just hit me later on in these two episodes. The whole thing of the scientists trying to feign ignorance and act like they're purely peace boys. Man, does that get thrown out the fucking window <laughs> yeah. later oh, on, yeah. huh? Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So, Duo's relaxing. A new woman's introduced. Her name is Hilda. Um, she's telling them the colonies were embarrassed by the former alliance's rulings, ruling of them, and they want their own independence, so that's why they have an armed forces. And we learned that she's a volunteer to Oz from the colony, so she's learning to become a space You know, on a weekend, she flies mobile suits. Yeah, that's you know, not their own forces. That's Oz's forces <laughs> that you are just joining because you're just joining the people who have taken you over oh Listen, my god it's gonna pay for her college ah. she wasn't thinking about it 
<laughs> um, so there's a lot of soldiers behind her volunteering and getting ready to go places. Duo kind of makes a joke. He's like, well, maybe I should apply. And she shoves a form in his face. And then, like, there's a weird soft focus, like, blur out scene of just her. And, like, it's obvious that Duo has a boner for her. And he's like, maybe I will apply. Well, like, she obviously has a thing for him because he's just sitting there minding his own business. And she's like, ooh, <laughs> join, him. join up with us. Yeah. She gets a and, bonus. Oh, man, does he ever act out on this? <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> um, we cut to Wufei and Hero on a shuttle in handcuffs. I don't like. I'm assuming this was the shuttle that was being attacked by Wu Fei, and they captured him. I don't know how Hero got on the shuttle. Yeah, I it, guess they were moving him over to the moon the base because he I has to be maybe, on yeah. the moon base gotta, because everyone's you know, got to be on the moon base. Yeah, this is they got to we keep like, all the Gundam pilots together. What solitary confinement for <laughs> anyway? <coming> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Look, we're running low on jail cells. <laughs> like, just... it, literally the place that they're all being stored in, we see it a couple times, and it's, like, the size of my old high school's, like, weird <laughs> sunken theater. Like, yeah. it's pretty big. There's a lot of room. There's a lot of layers is one thing I will say. A lot of steps. Yeah, <laughs> so it's a nice Greek theater. Adds... Not really sure yeah, what it was yeah, for. Yeah. They don't have any but, lighting, uh, though. They could work on that. It's Yeah, also, it's pitch black in there all the time, I guess. <laughs> Um, so they're on the shuttle, they're talking about, like, well, maybe Oz is keeping us alive to be test pilots, or maybe target practice. Who knows? We're going to the moon. Um, meanwhile, Troa's someplace moon. looking at a whole bunch of, I don't know if it's Fortran or Cobol code, but he's looking at a PC, and he's, like, ruminating to himself about why is Oz slash the Roma fellers not just taking over the colonies? It would be easy for them to do it right now. Maybe Zex knows this. And that, that guy's got his head on straight. I don't know why they put that scene in there. It doesn't say that of a lot of scenes. We go back to Wu Fei. Uh, Wu Fei has a line that says, Trey's is getting thirsty for Mortal Kombat. I'm not joking, that's the line. That is the line, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we cut back to Duo. Uh, it must be the next day or something. He's trying to sneak onto the shuttle where all these Oz recruits are going. Like they're going off the boot camp and he's trying to get on the shuttle with them. Hilda is like, hey, wait a minute. I know you. Let me see your papers. I don't think you signed up. Duo <laughs> replies with, Oh, my papers? It's all filled out, but it's a fake. It's and then punches fake. her in the fucking mouth like, <laughs> right away. Like, knocks her the fuck out. Yeah. Like, that's. Oh, God. Thanks for the help, lady. Well, pow. <laughs> like, here I go. Yeah, so he hijacks a Leo that's nearby, uh, holds everybody hostage, and ducks out of the colony. Now, um, see, at this point, I was like, Duo is being way smarter than, like, Troy and Hero, because he's just taking a mobile suit, right? He's gone in, he's stolen it, he's off. But then he does dumb shit, so then it all looks <laughs> Yeah, so as he flies off in his mobile suit, he's like, well, I guess i got to blow up the military base now. Like, that's his whole plan, was to blow up Moon Base. Uh, she chases him into space in her own mobile suit. And then they start, like, fighting each other, kind of half-assed. And, and here says, comes like, the show doing its thing again. Yeah. She has the line, I'm fighting for the peace of the colonies. And Duo's like, wait, I'm fighting for the what peace the? of the colonies as well. He, he really like, has that put-upon comedian voice there, too. Oh, I'm fighting for the peace of the colonies. Yeah, and while he's confused about this, like, Hilde kind of shoots his gun and has it says, got him! And it's really funny because they use that later <laughs> in the next episode's intro. <laughs> um... Duo doesn't want to fight her because, like, we're both on the same side, even though she's actively trying to kill him. And Duo does not understand the concept of ideological differences, where both <laughs> people think they are doing the best for their country, but, in fact, going about a very different way. This is just 
beyond his grasp He's entirely. He's very 15 yeah. here. Has yeah. not so, taken AP government yet. As they're kind of wrestling with each other in their mobile suits, uh, an Oz shuttle just shows up and just blows off his leg. Uh, they eventually capture him and take him into, I guess, the shuttle's holding bay or something. She starts interrogating him and asking him, like, why did you save me? Which is confusing because he was kind of wrestling with her, but... Well, I think um, it's like the shuttle shoots on them and blows, and, like, he pushes oh, yeah, her out of the way. Because yeah, right. once, once again, the shuttle is like, hey, our, our person's in the way. Should we not fire? Yes, we should fire, and they fire. She's oh, prepared to die. She was prepared to die. She signed paperwork that said she's prepared <laughs> to die. Which, by the way, is a really big theme over the next ten minutes, yep. where she explicitly says, she's like, Hey, why did you save me? I was prepared to die. I would have loved dying and being dead, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and then he's like, I saw. Duo says some shit like, I saw everyone having their smiles at real freedom, and now their smiles are gone under Oz, and I want to bring them their smiles back. And, and she's it's like, Duo, like, turn it down a notch. No, no, you it's you also actually that... wrote down those lines because I just rolled the eyes into the back of my head when he was saying that. <laughs> He, yeah. He's also like the colonies don't want their smiles back as well. Like now yeah, they're the, all yeah. they don't want their smiles. Well, they don't want smiles. their smiles back. Fuck! How did I forget that stupid line? <laughs> yeah, it's and it's like duo. That's a fucking quatra line. What are you doing, dude? <laughs> well, no, I mean we'll okay, get yeah. we'll get to quatra. a former quatra line. <laughs> yes. Uh, so quatra, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they're bringing him to base the lunar base for questioning. He's like, well, that's cool. I was going there anyway to blow it up. And then he starts, like, patronizing her for being shitty at piloting a Gundam and whatever. So there's, like, a real soft-touch focus, like, lifetime movie thing going on during this scene because he's in love again. Uh, She leaves. She goes to talk to her boss or chief or something who's in the main cockpit or canopy area of the shuttle. And wonders, like, hey, boss, why didn't you uh, fire any warning shots? Why did you just try to kill me? And And he just goes full moon. Yeah, he's just like, it's cool. We were trying to kill the rebel. Like, lethal force on sight. <laughs> yeah, so suddenly the engine's on fire. Uh, it, oh no, it was Duo. He somehow escaped. Uh, she runs to the back. He's climbing in a Leo. He's climbing into the Leo they captured with a blown off leg. I don't know what. Yeah, I, yeah. Why is you damaged one? Why don't you steal <laughs> one that isn't damaged? Why don't you Duo? steal one of the mobile dolls that are allegedly like hot new tech? Like, why not anything but like the broken one? <laughs> um, so he patronizes her again and takes the Leo and Like, escape. ah, you thought to come to the shuttle bay. Good job. Yeah. And then immediately gets shot down by the mobile dolls that were sent after him. It's really funny. Ah, fuck. But he does end up landing on the moon during this. Um, he goes crazy and is like, well, it's time for me to die yet again. But What a Hilda, lame way to die. Yeah, but Hilda comes down and shoots the mobile dolls. The like, saving. he basically, he says he's like, Oh, I just don't know how I feel about getting killed by a machine. And it's like, well, I mean, you're a Gundam pilot. Like, man. <laughs> yeah, so Hilda comes down. She shoots the mobile dolls to save him. He immediately yells at her. He's like, you idiot. Now they're going to shoot you because I guess they have, you know, immediate no, that's the thing. He, or something. She's supposed to send them, like, her ally code to make them not sure. You know, the code that goes, I'm a good student. Don't, don't shoot, shoot me. me. But she refuses to. Because she doesn't know who her allies are anymore. And we're like, that's not, that's not what I like. <laughs> okay, but if you don't want to die, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. I knew the risk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to die for the colonies. Uh, someone blows up the door to the Oz base. And uh, 
duo just boosts his way over there with his broken ass suit. Hildy does it, I think. Yeah. And then, uh... yeah, she's like, "I'm going to do whatever I want now. I'm prepared to die." She keeps saying that, and then I yep. guess she gets captured by the Oz troops. It doesn't really show the conclusion of what happens there. Uh, duo breaks into the Oz base, uh, does some sneaking around, throws a helmet at a guy's face. Um, Oz keep yelling about him destroying the mobile suit plant. Um, there's a funny scene. Duo fucking like front flip back checks through an airlock. Yes. Like it's supposed to be him like arm tackling a door down, but these are one of these slidey airlock doors that are super reinforced and he does it with his back after front flipping. It looks really stupid. It's sweet as hell. So he busts into this room and he sees the two new in progress Gundams, like the death scythe and the Shenlong, the ones that are being built. And, and the like, Gundam oh, scientists, sweet. yeah, the Gundam scientists just kind of like come out of the shadows and start joking. It's like it's finally time that the fourth pilot showed up, ha ha ha. And so he knows that these are his Gundam scientist pilot dudes. Um, no, he's no, like, no, well, wait, Duo's the second. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, <laughs> but the, like, fourth, the fourth one's showing up next episode. Yeah, um, the he's like, oh, these are really sweet Gundams. When are they going to be done? And so they say like it's going to take a month, and that he needs to be alive just for a month. Then he can get his cool new Gundam. He's like, okay, I'm going to go along with whatever your plan is. And they're like kind of nod at each other. And then one of the Gundam scientists beats the shit out of him. Just beating the crap out of him. <laughs> also, when they're talking to him here, they make a point of, well, you've got to leave or else they're going to know our location. Which, again, is confirming, yes, they somehow they have, have found a hanger. hanger that Oz is not aware of in Oz's own military base. <laughs> Yes. That's so stupid. They just carved a little one out that they fit two Gundams and like all the machinery and to no build one, them on. Yeah. No one is watching these allegedly most important prisoners that have ever lived of all time, which is correct, by the way. They are, in fact, as provably demonstrated next episode, the most important weapons engineers <laughs> of yeah. all time. Uh, and they're just letting them just kind of wander free wherever. Just who gives a shit, guys? Have fun. Yeah. Go, do, so, go do your robot nerd <laughs> shit. Like, what? <laughs> so, Excuse? It's great, too, because they kick the shit out of Duo, and they like drag him out into the hallway, and like the Oz troops show up, and they hand them over, and they put on a kind of like a show, like, oh, this traitor tried to come assassinate us, but he failed. Now it's you can Just take like him to jail. And like, none of the Oz troopers are like, okay, cool, but how did he find you? Where were you? No one asked these questions. No, they just um, beat him also, up. Also, when they tell him to enact the plan, it's like the bigger doctor, and he's just like, oh, I won't enjoy it. And then he clearly enjoys it. <laughs> like, he beats the beat shit up, out of him. Beat up a 15-year-old? Hell yeah. And, and like, even at one point, he's like, why aren't you just, like, making a little racket? I might not have to go so hard on you. And Duo's just like, real men don't scream. And he's like, oh, well. And right, punches then. him again. Like, he just keeps beating the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. God. So they drag, like, Duo's half-beaten corpse into the jail cell where, surprise, Wufei and Hero are chilling around. They dump him on the floor, and then Hero immediately gives him shit for not blowing up the base or killing the scientists. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, um, dude. Yeah, Duo uh, tells Wufei that their Gundams are being rebuilt. Um, Hero thinks that they're going to be kept alive for some reason, which is fucking plain as day because they're being kept alive for some reason. <laughs> um, Troa, we cut the Troa talking to military Un about Milliard slash Zex doing shit. Uh Un is talking about helping Trias for the ideals. It doesn't, doesn't, this scene doesn't make sense. It doesn't care. Which, by the way, this is apparently like the big mental resolution she has is that she just wants to do everything for Trays' ideals and Trays' beliefs, which, 
I wow. can murder a lot of people for that. Yeah, so she's what a deep and dynamic character that she's they have written. She has killed more people than peace. all the volcanoes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, episode twenty-four. We're going almost. To da, 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 da. This episode this one... fucking sucks. <laughs> oh. Hey, everybody. This episode fucking sucks. Here Just we putting go. it on the table right now. This this episode is a convincing case for the worst written character in an anime that I've ever seen. So look forward to that. Oh, JRPG <laughs> villain. Yeah, so it starts out with a recap of Hilda and Duel fighting, her saying got him, which makes me laugh. Um, <laughs> the title of this one is The Gundam They Call Zero. Uh, we see a bunch of suits attaching drive systems to this asteroid. There's an unidentified shuttle heading up towards it. Uh, they warn the shuttle, like it's kind of the shuttle's kind of hidden behind the sun, so you can't really see what's happening. Uh, but these suits start warning, it's like, listen, if you come any closer, we're going to blow you up. And it keeps coming closer, so they start shooting at it, and they think that they blow it up. But surprise, they don't blow it up. It's a new Gundam, and it's, it's the Wing Zero. We're going to call it that because that's what its name is. <laughs> um, it looks kind of, to give you an idea, it looks kind of like the Wing, but they added like those. Jetpack Vernier systems that the Talgies had, and plus it has yeah. some more colors, and it has it, bright... ha- it has two giant shotguns that turn into a mega shotgun. Yeah, and it has like this green gem on its chest. It looks very gun to me. Uh, this new Gundam is completely invincible. It has a huge fuck off laser cannon that blows up the complete asteroid. Like it's insane the amount of firepower. This Which, thing has. by the way, when we say asteroid, we don't mean like little bunches of rocks. We mean <laughs> like, like half mile across asteroids yeah. the size of like. A continent. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, yeah. it is blowing like a up a thing that big. many people live on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, it blows up the asteroid. All the Oz troopers are freaking the fuck out about this thing. We cut to the pilot inside. It's Quattro. He's completely insane. He's lost it. He's, he's got the eyes. Yeah. yeah, it cuts to his eye. Yeah. Um, we cut to Military Un talking to Tuberov. Um, he brings up the point that he doesn't like that the Gundam pilots are piloting his new mobile suits. Which I feel it's, is perfectly you know, valid. Valid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Lady Un says, like, listen, we don't have any Oz pilots that are that good. And, um... You know, I'll take second place, though. Over <laughs> Traitor. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> and so Un is like, well, maybe you're just jealous because you don't get the pilot the cool new MOBA suits. And, like, he brings up the perfectly valid point of, like, maybe we should just kill these super soldier enemy pilots that we have captured. We got three of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Un gets noticed that the new that there's a new Gundam that it blew up this asteroid. Uh, Trubadov asked how they know it was a Gundam. Um, apparently, the pilot sent Oz a blueprint of the old Sandrock Gundam for some reason, and also a note saying, "Hey, we're gonna blow up this XYZ colony next." Here's Which, by card. the way, is a civilian colony yep. where civilians live. Many of them. Think of it like a couple cities in a donut attached together. <laughs> yeah. Just so yep. Un is like. <laughs> Okay, let's send out the V8 and the Mercurius to protect it, which I think is kind of funny because how do you know he's just not picking a colony on the opposite side of Earth or whatever? But um, on the moon, the Gundam scientists get filled in by Troa that there's a new Gundam and it's probably Quattro. Uh, the Gundam scientists think it may be the, the their original Gundam that they made 15 years ago and that someone actually the one they it. designed. Like all five of them work together, but they couldn't complete it, and the prints weren't complete or something. Who knows? Which I think is really funny. Because that means that Dr. J basically just was like, eh, fuck making any sort of modifications. This one's perfect. Whereas <laughs> well, all the like rest a of them... copy of it, yeah. Where, where, like, all the rest of them were like, ooh, I'll put, like, machine guns on it. I'll give it a scythe. 
And they were like, this one was too powerful. We couldn't make it. It was too powerful. Yeah. Uh So we cut over the Troa. Um, He's entering the cell that has uh, the other other three Gundam pilots in it. And uh, he tells Hero, listen, it's time. You got to come fly the thing. Come with me. Um, He's like... He starts talking about, like, there's this new mobile suit. It's super crazy advanced. It's going to blow your fucking Pretty socks cool. off. And Hero just gets the giantest boner. He wants to know all about it. <laughs> He's like, what are the weapons and capabilities of the new Gundams? And, like, Tro's like, oh, that's the same thing the scientist asked. That proves you're a man of culture. Like, it's so <laughs> dumb. It makes no sense. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so Duo is listening to these two idiots talk about this. And he's like, you're not going to do it, Hero. They're going to use you to blow off one of our friends, you idiots. It's going to so, be a flight test. Yeah, and so Duo gets decked by Troa. And Wufei's like, I don't know, Troa may have betrayed us. Are we but, sure he didn't betray us? But he didn't because when he got punched, Duo got handed over like this little Zippo lighter thing. But it's really a projector and it has a bunch of information about their new Gundam data on it. I love this because it, it, the whole thing is framed like they're sneaking porn into a prison or something. <laughs> Like, no, nah, no, nah, I got some of the good shit. And then yeah. they just sit there and watch it like, oh, oh, yeah, Gundam specs. Mm. I also don't know why they don't have a security camera in their cell. You, you would, yeah. yeah, like, no one ever questions this. The There's no armed show. guard outside their cell either. No, they're, they're, they're just left there alone, unwatched. Like, just put a fucking camera in. It's fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. Don't worry they're about it. It's the fine. most dangerous pilots that we know of. Yeah. They literally let all eight of the most dangerous people who currently exist to their entire organization just kind of fart around. Yeah. <laughs> just, yep. So we get a quick montage of the lunar base making some uh, mobile suits. We see Troa and Hero get into the bait and Mercurius. Um, Troa is talking. So it's weird. They're out in space now, like on this barge, kind of going off towards their colony. And Troa is talking to Hero about, like, Listen, when the scientists are done with their new Death Scythe and Shen Lon, we're going to get them. And then we'll get with Quattro because he's got this cool new Gundam. And we're going to attack Oz when everything's finished. And, like, to me, I'm just wondering, is anybody listening to the radio right now? Like, right? is their lines the- tapped? Troa you- always talks when they're in the Gundam. Like, there is no one else who could possibly hear them. Yeah. And the thing is, too, like, during all this, there are other suits around them. Granted, they're like the doll suits, but... But you would think, like, someone would be able to pick up this frequency. It's no. a big leap of faith. Um, so we cut over to the colony that uh, Quattro has marked for destruction. Oz somehow evacuated millions of people in like an hour. Yeah, like this was not a big time skip. And it like, where did they, this is I, not treated as how anything. How do you know? I have no concept of time in this show. It could be <laughs> literally three days in between Quattro being like, I'm going to blow up the colony and him actually getting there. I don't know. The big thing is this feels like such a throwaway line that in the initial draft, they did not evacuate the colony. Yeah. And then they like went back and they were like, oh shit. Oh God, <laughs> that makes Quattro way too much of a, like he's already a fucking crazy monster, but. But, like, who that was a little too... We kind of made a little mega Hitler out of this one. (laughs) (laughs) Better Um, soften that a few notches. Yeah, so uh, we see a montage of Oz troops flying around the colony getting ready. Uh, Quattro calls up. He has finally arrived. And he says, it's time for them to all die. Um, The colony starts following a bunch of the laser cannons (laughs) he has on it at him. He's dodging because the zero, wing zero, is very fast. So, Ty, remember back during our second session, you talked (laughs) about... Whether or not you can make a version of Gundam Wing that has all the robots aggressively T-posing. 
Well, well, the zero splits its laser shotgun in half, puts both arms out at 180 degrees, and then spins in a circle, aggressively keeping the employee. As soon as we saw this, I knew that this was the scene. It's so good. It like literally just T poses and then slowly spins around on one axis, and this kills everybody. By the way, this is the ultimate move. (laughs) It's fantastic. Um, And then, of course, we get the second time that they that they did this exact same scene. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Quattro goes up. He's like, "You're afraid of dying. Then you shouldn't be fighting at all." And then he decides to just blow a hole through the giant colony. Let's it, it rip! Yeah, he blows up the entire... I don't. Okay, so, like, I guess if he shot a hole through the colony, like, all the air would go out and it would just be ruined. But he it somehow blows up like it was filled with gasoline. It, like, vaporizes it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, like... Which, there's something to be said for, in real space combat, likely the biggest threat would, in fact, be, like, heat and heat dissipation, because heat dissipation in a vacuum is very difficult, and things generate a lot of heat. Um, This isn't that, though. It's just, it turns very yellow, and then blows up. (laughs) Yeah, it was, like, C4 packed all over the damn thing. Yep. He he Um, hit the propane tanks. And so we see a picture of him inside his Gundam. Um, He's like, I have tears in my eyes, but I'm not sad. And he's, like, crying, but he's happy about it. Again, they needed a second shot of a Gundam pilot crying in their cockpit. Also, Quatra, as far as I know, is not aware of the fact that this place has been evacuated. (laughs) (laughs) Look, he's on a mission right now. No, look, I mean, I can kind of get behind Quatra. The colonies have been shit, and someone (laughs) needs to... Pull the plug. Yeah, absolutely. All those colonies, just blow them all yeah, up. Yeah, but like, if he over. wanted to blow up a colony, why doesn't he take his invincible Gundam to the colony where, you know, the barge one, where Ozol is with all the mobile suits? I mean, yeah, I agree. That's he, where he, he should start. He's in the mania phase right now. He'll come <laughs> down eventually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so oh, Hero, dear. we cut over the Hero who was asleep in, uh, I guess, the Mercurius. He wakes up. Uh, Troa's like... Listen, we're not where we are. We're going someplace else because we're changing locations because we're going to a different colony because the one we were supposed to go to got blown up. Yeah. We, we didn't make that last colony, but yeah. he announced a new one. She was just a week later, you see. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they're like, yeah, it was a new Gundam and it was probably Quatra, but like we don't know because he blew up a colony and that dude's a soft boy. He's uh, <laughs> I, I met that dude. I played flute with him. It's pretty <laughs> fucked up, actually. Honestly, this makes no sense for the character to no. do, no matter what small event could have occurred. To, like Even a large event, it wouldn't make sense for the character to just turn around and do this other thing, says multiple characters in the show, <laughs> making me just go, so, you know... You do realize this is awful, right? <laughs> they, like, they try to explain it. It's terrible, though. I mean, I mean more his than dad, me, more his than his dad, dad. and his uh, sister died. Did yeah, die? more than his Who dad knows? and sister died. They also try to explain it. It's stupid. It's no. really oh, there, there I wonder no if way. I wonder if he's so in love with Trey's that he has split personalities <laughs> now too. This is just. This just keeps happening. Trace is just like, God, I just can't have a stable relationship. One I don't look at get those it. wavy locks and it just sets them off. They just see those beautifully forked eyebrows and they're just done. Oh, we haven't even seen forked eyebrows yet. Um, uh, Duo is in the gel cell looking at the plans for his new Gundam. Uh, there's some very good broken English. Uh, it has anti-lock braking system and a new Thank sealed. God. Yeah. Um, Wufei uh, continues uh, to say that he has a bad feeling about this. Yeah. So we cut over to Tuberov. It apparently walks into like the climate control center of this moon base 
and he thinks that Lady Una is too soft for her own good and just turns off the air for the Gundam Come scientists. Come war crime. Just, the, just yeah. kill your prisoners. Yeah, so he turns off the air for the Gundam scientists and for the Gundam pilots. Uh, we see the scientists know that they... The scientists are like, wow, is my old age getting to me? And it's like, no, they turned off AR, you idiot. It's like, I know, the, the I was just trying to be nice. I hate keep these trying scientists. to, like, out-cool each other. Yeah, like, I hate all these the, scientists. The scientists, every conversation they have is like, they're trying to prove to each other that they're the coolest kid on the playground. <laughs> I made the best Gundam. No, I made the best oh, Gundam. I noticed that they cut off the air 15 minutes ago, but I thought you folks couldn't handle it, so I tried to act like an old man. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah. They're awful. Yeah, so we cut over to Duo. Duo's freaking out. He's trying to break down the door, but of course it's not working. Duo's uh, freaking out because this is a really uncool way to die. Yeah, yeah. that's He says reason. it like so six lame. or seven yeah. times. I'm like, oh, this is the lamest way to die. Ugh, this is like cool, suffocating to death. It's <laughs> like, yeah, man, like most deaths aren't cool, actually. <laughs> and Rufe's like, I'm, con- I'm conserving breath here. I'm just kind of keeping myself calm. And Duo's like, fuck that. <clears throat> I mean, he has a point. Dying in a Gundam fight is inherently more cool than dying <laughs> in a cell. Um, so we get some... Uh, um, we're, we're outside the colony that Quattro said he was going to blow up next. Uh, they send some Leos inside to see what's going on. I guess somehow all the people in this colony got evacuated too. It's kind of brushed over. Yeah, they just cleared this one out just fine. They send some Leos... Again, it really feels like <laughs> something they decided afterwards... We have to say these were evacuated, or else there's no way to redeem this character. Yeah. Like, so uh, they sent some Leos in. We see a shot of Quatra in the Wing oh Zero boy. inside, just fucking up public property for no he, reason. He's, like, there's here's no the thing: there. he is stomp- he stomps on a fountain first, then he stomps on a kid's playground, then he blows up an office building, and <laughs> yeah, he's just doing this all for of fun. this. All of this ties in of, yeah, like, he's, he has the line, the colony doesn't need things like these. Yeah, like, the fountain, maybe, but, like, often people gotta work, dude. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Don't, don't and then the he road. says... He's blowing up the, signs of innocence. And he says the most not-quatra thing of all time, which is, what the colony really needs is a war. <laughs> which, <laughs> Quatra, the Quatra, peace boy... Soft boy, the boy who was playing flutes and violins with his friend Troa just a few weeks ago has decided uh, now, I am the war elemental. That is my purpose. Is there and, not already a war? I'm so confused. Right? Like, his dad was like, well, did your actions stop the war? And he's like, no. So like, aren't Boy, there is a, a war, war on. Yeah, right? I feel that there needs to be like a government for Oz to declare war against because yeah, it really is sure. just a guy in a terrorist robot right now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Quattro shoots the Leos that they sent inside. Um, he comes out of the colony and starts aggressively T-posing again. Hell yeah. Uh, while uh, he blows up all these Leos, Tro is off in the distance thinking, wow, this new Gundam's pretty Holy cool. Holy shit! Wow, cool robot. <laughs> yep. Um, Troa calls Quattro up. He's like, hey, Quattro, that's a cool robot. Uh, maybe you should stop shooting everyone, though. And Quattro's like, don't get any closer. I'm crazy. And so, of course, Troa's Tr- like, "Well, time to go trader on Oz. Like, let's do it, bro. Come on, just yeah. let's let's do well, that, a thing." Well, that was his thing. He's like, "If we see Katra and the Gundam is really powerful, let's just go ham on Oz now." Right. So he's like, "Oh, this Gundam is super powerful. Let's go blow up Oz now." Troa <laughs> being very reasonable. Troa has once. been like he is the only person since we went up to space yeah. to have an inkling of a reasonable plan. Yes. Yeah, like he's going to infiltrate show. them, 
from the inside, get new Gundams, steal and then, their shit, yeah. and then go ham on them. Yeah, but so, everyone around him is an idiot. <laughs> so he tries to uh, talk to Quatra. Quatra's not having it. He shoots at Troa and blows up half the V8. But so just, uh, fuck that suit, I guess. Yeah, barely just dodging out of the way at time. The, Quatra, the, you can see the cockpit inside of it, by the way. Like, yeah, no, he, there would have been molten slag misses. all over him. He would have been toast. But yeah, He's uh, Quatra has a line. Outer space has gone crazy, so I'm going to use this Gundam to destroy it all. I'm going to destroy it all. Katra is the worst character to be like, you know what? Fuck it, mankind. Space sucks. We're done with this like, experiment. But at least Quatra. You... <laughs> that seems yeah, like a thing if... Wu Fei would do. Really. Yeah, I was going to say like if Wu Fei snapped, or even since they've been going so hard on the whole God of Death angle, if you know Duo snapped, especially because he also has the cool Scythe Gundam. Yep. That seems like it would be a much better play. But no, they go. <laughs> They go with soft with boy. The soft boy. I mean, they I'm, go with the fucking Griffin McElroy of, <laughs> of the squad and decide to have him be the one who turns into a mass murderer, and it makes no fucking sense. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So uh, Quatra starts says he's going to destroy all weapons in space. He's going to start with this colony. Uh, Troa says this isn't the Quatra. I know what happened, and like he's about to blow up Troa, but Hero flies in and chops his gun away in the curious and says. I'm going to kill you. Because that's like the only line he knows. He hasn't come The, the only life. time that Hero ever fails to kill someone is when he says he's going to kill them. Yeah. He yeah, I gotta tell you, every, every single person he said, I'm going to kill you, he hasn't killed them. He has, <laughs> has he killed anyone? Apart from like a few random mooks. Mooks and, and the guys no. in the high shuttle. Oh, yes, oh, and yes, the pacifists. The, the, the yeah. guys <laughs> in the shuttle, yes. That he's managed to kill, but he's never managed to kill, like, Someone he's stated specifically that he's going to kill. They've like, all been. He's the Zex, best assassin Rowena, of all time. Super um, tube assassin. <laughs> and, so, yeah. And these, episodes, these four episodes. These episodes sucked. They're real oh, bad. Boy. They sucked so bad. It, it's like Holy the plot's shit. moving forward, but... It, it's actually really? moving at a like forty-five degree angle, and you know, <laughs> makes another turn to the back, and God knows. Like I was saying this, but I don't think all that much has actually happened in the last eight episodes. Like, like really? Like all this has come up, and it's slowly. Quatra cracked. The Quatra gang is back cracked. together again. Yeah, that's and it. There's gonna be some the the Death Scythe and the Shenlong are gonna get some cool new weapons soon. And the Lady Un thing is kind of we're, resolved, we're I guess. Sweep okay. that onto the carpet real quick. It it did nothing and accomplished nothing and was a really bad worthless plot element. And but, uh, what's his name is gone now. I've forgotten his name. It doesn't matter. His, his Lady Marcus? sidekick. <laughs> Oh, okay. I don't know if you met Zek Marcus or... Uh... Milliardo. Zach Milliardo. Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if I remember correctly, I think we have an episode or two of them revol- resolving this Wing Zero thing, and then I think the cool stuff, well, the Ish. interesting well, stuff I mean, kicks in. Up next is episode 25, so we're, we're about to hit the actual halfway point of the show. Yes, yeah, Ooh. season two is going to start What soon. the fuck has happened? Yeah, I so just, motivations, I, what do you guys think? Since they've gone to space, since they've gone to space, like, nothing has really happened. Like, it's all just like, yep, sure, Oz is taking over. See, so Quattro has just made a complete 180 and is like, now mankind does not deserve space. He's easy enough, and I'm sure that's going to get resolved soon. <laughs> yeah, poor Um Troa is like, let all right, we got all of our our power suits. Let's just go fuck him up now. So he's pretty straightforward. Yeah, same with Hero. Hero seems to be on board with Troa's plan. 
Um, Wufei and Duo don't really seem to have yeah. anything to no. do right now. They're the just plans, waiting for their Gundams so yeah, that they can like, do a plot. Wufei's plan was to get captured, and then Duo's plan was to blow up the base, but he fucked up. And then he was like, oh, actually, I'll get a... So they're basically just waiting for their cool new toys to show up. So, uh, bonus lightning round. Una, what do you think she's doing? Uh, I mean, just... she is now, like... <laughs> Genocide for peace, right? Um, Ma- making space so that uh, ma- making space peaceful by killing everyone in it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Whatever Trey's wants. Yeah. Whatever. Well, what does whatever Trey's he want? wants. I don't well, know. That's a very good question. He's like, he's like, oh no, I'm the Romafellers are bad. I gave them power, and they've been bad <laughs> with it. Whoops. Who, who could have seen Whoops. this coming? Oops, all my Man, balls. I didn't think this through, huh? Trace is like the one who started all this to make history, and then he's like, "Well, I don't care. The Gundam pilots are going to make the new future." Trace is like dumb. I just that's Trace. <laughs> and so we have uh, Milliard slash Zex. He is uh He's an ambassador. I think now? he's the one with the least motivation out of anyone, really, because he, he hasn't lost had anything all. to do since like I don't know episode five. Yeah, like, he's he lost his space. revenge plot. He got revenge. He's still kind of bros with trees, but, like, he also isn't doing his whole Zex motivation anymore. So He's, like, he's, he's just, just in space. space because that's where the plot is. He's just there because he's, eventually they'll give him something to do. Everyone is being dragged around like the plot like a ragdoll at this point, and he's maybe one of the worst. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why Trace is still on Earth when everything is happening in space. Because it's comfortable down there, and he has his Acropolis jacuzzi bath. Uh, true. You're correct. That is true. I, I'm not sure I would leave Earth for anything, <laughs> even the plots. <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, I guess uh, Relena's the last one. What is she doing? I wonder. Hmm. I don't know. No, she uh, disappeared. I can't wait. I cannot wait for her to return, <laughs> because I feel like she's got something cooking. Her and Noin, because Noin... Noin's her handler. Yeah, Noin's her handler. They both disappeared from the show for a bit. And you would think they would both be in space because they both stalk their boys very aggressively. Getting all that stalking technology ready. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, right. next week is 25, 28, I think. We are yep. oh, we are getting into season two. Yeah, season like, two In G Gundam, up. we had killed the Dark Gundam for the first time this time around. And Master Asia was starting to see his downfall and turnaround. Yeah. Yep. But uh-huh. in this one, what's happened? I still Fuck this show. Space anime. I'm out. Good night. It's not even like nonsensical in a way where they're trying to do something artsy. It's just like... People are blabbering philosophy at you for 30 minutes. But bad philosophy that makes no sense. Like, Grade school philosophy. 